What's up, cool cats and kittens? Welcome to another episode of Command This. It's the middle of training camp and everybody's all up in arms about one thing or another. Big things are happening and the season's only a month away. We're going to talk a little bit about that next. Good evening, everybody. It is August 9th, and uh, we're here for another episode of Command This. We're talking some week three training camp. What's good, fellas? We live, we here. Um, I mean, it's Tuesday. Who am I kidding? It's the worst day of the week. <laughs> Not quite hump day, but you're still, you're still, no, we're, 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 we're halfway up the hump to the hump. Yeah, straight up. Well, for those who haven't caught it yet, uh, Phil and I had the pleasure of attending the Washington Commanders open field open practice at FedEx Field on Monday, and it was a it was a great experience. Uh, but before we before we go any further, it's me, Steve. Phil gave you the intro, and uh, we also got Dev here joining us as well for the audio crowd is not watching this on YouTube. So, yeah, Phil, let's just go ahead and start and talk about the uh, experience at FedEx Field Saturday, which technically kicked off at uh, 6.45 p.m. I believe they opened the gates around the parking lot at 2, and I think they opened the gates technically around 4-ish, give or take, and then they cracked off at 6.45 and ended around 8.45, would you say? Something like uh, that. Yeah, eight forty-five. Uh, that's when we walked out, and everything was was ending. It was. Uh, I got there at five thirty, so I got there before any of the festivities started. I walked around a little bit. I checked out, you know, how the stadium looks with the new logo, and it does feel like they put uh, a little fresh coat of a uh, fresh coat of paint uh, on the on the stadium a little bit. I mean, it's FedEx; you can only do so much with it. But it does feel freshened up a little bit. I, I, it's hard to explain because it's, it's, it's all very small, minute changes, but they feel good. And uh, the field looks great. They put down the new turf. They got the logo, the W in the center of the field. Dubs. It's clean. It's simple. Um, and... You know, I sat in the club sections. First time I ever sat in the club section at FedEx. Um, and man, I don't, I don't know if those seats were there before, but the seats they got in the club section, I'm kind of spoiled. No, they are brand new, revealing for this season. They're apparently, they're state of the art mesh seating, which is designed so to be 32 degrees cooler than the traditional plastic seats. It really only does well in the summertime. I don't know about the wintertime. I guess it's just going to be even colder, but. Hey, felt great on Saturday, though. I mean, they feel wider, too. Like, I'm a big dude, all right? I'm an offense. I'm I'm a nose tackle size guy. And I sat down in that seat, and I felt, you know, roomy. You know, uh, you know the, 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 the cheeks were comfy. You know, everything, it just felt good. Like, I sat down. It was comfortable. You know, everybody was in great spirits. You know, there was... I guess maybe because it's early in the season, just we don't have those feelings of negativity around yet. Um, and Steve will attest to this. It felt like home. It sure did. 
You know, maybe because we were the only team on the field, but it felt like home. I did see a couple of random jerseys or T-shirts or shirts from other teams, but it was probably less than 10 to 12. Uh, cool that they came out. It's football, right? If you like yeah. football, why not? I mean, it's, yeah, I saw a couple of Ravens fans there. What do you expect? I mean, you're, you are in Maryland. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, you're talking about 10 or 12 that you saw out of probably about 10,000 people that showed up. Yep. I mean, what, Ravens, a, what Ravens jersey did they have on? <laughs> just a Ravens shirt. I saw a couple Eagles fans. I think I saw a couple Cowboys fans. They're all over this place. A couple Bills fans, which was interesting. And then – Maybe a couple other. I can't remember the rest, but the atmosphere, was, atmosphere was great. Say what? They were trying to kidnap McKissick. Yeah, yeah, they came back to finish <laughs> what they started. They're gonna be out for blood. I don't. Do we play them this year? I don't remember. No, we do not. Thank goodness. Uh, but yeah, the atmosphere was great. The stadium looks good. The W looks great. We saw the marching band, the sixty-person ensemble. I sent that to. Old chop chop. He's like, yeah, seen it before. Not really impressed. So uh, we saw. That was the an movie. It sounded really low. Like it sounded like it wasn't it's, a band. It, it it did. And and he you know. Remember he said that on the on the show. If you haven't seen it, go go check it out. I don't know which way it's going to be at, but I'm going to point up here because I'll place the card right here. Go check out yeah. that episode where he said, going from a hundred person ensemble down to sixty, you're gonna you're gonna lose noise clarity, stuff like that. So I guess it's inevitable. Um, we saw the new dance squad, elite dan- or the hype squad, the new elite. What do they call it? Elite Command Force. Force. Command Force. I don't know why I'm saying elite. That was uh, because the- Elite Force was the name of Mariah Carey's yeah. backup dancers. Actually, they danced for many people. One they did, but they were most Carey. famous. They were in all of her early videos. All right, yeah. Go watch. Uh, go watch Dream Lover and all those old videos, and you know you have. Take me up, take me down. Yes. Go watch um, the videos, the dancers in those videos. That's Elite Force. And I, I guarantee you that's where they got the name from. I'm shocked Dev didn't tune in singing. Usually he's the first one to jump in and start singing a tune or something. Mariah Carey comes out. He didn't, didn't say a word, man. I'm disappointed in you. Man, I didn't know any of them dudes. Man, I didn't know they were the backup dancers. <laughs> I know Full Force. I'm from, you know, the back, block uh, from a uh, house party. Yeah. Full Force, yeah. I mean, yeah, Full Force. Yeah, he danced I, for I Diddy. He danced for a lot of people. Yeah, I don't but know. The name, they just took the name and took the flavor. And they were pretty good. I, they weren't bad. Uh looked like to see more. Look, I mean, it was fine. It was a good performance. And then right into the practice, it was started out individual drills, one-on-ones, seven-on-sevens. Like again, if you haven't already done so, please go check out the video we did on YouTube. Uh Phil and I tried to get as much good content as possibly could. Phil got some great footage from his cell phone. I'm not gonna lie, your Samsung video footage is better than my iPhone. I will be the first to openly admit that. I'm telling um, you, the rear-facing camera on this thing is, is amazing. I, I was editing the video, and I was like, oh, that's my video. Oh, that's filmed. <laughs> I'm going to use that. Because we, we had a few of the clips that were recorded the same. I'm like, nope, I'm not using mine. Use your <laughs> um, yeah, it, was, it, was, it was good stuff. So please go check out the video. I, we tried to capture the highlights. Sam uh, Carson Wentz looked pretty good. He had some throws. He was high and away. It's been a lot of talk about training camp that, Sam or uh, Carson Wentz. Let me, let, me, uh, let me let me let me set the record straight because I was there um, and Steve was there. Did Carson Wentz look like you know the next coming of Joe Montana? No. Did he look worse than Sam Howell and Taylor Heineke as someone 
alleged on Twitter? Someone who's got a lot of pull in our media? No. No. Not even close. He looked far and away better than Heineke and Sam Howell. And in fact, Steve and I saw the, saw this in action. All right. Carson Wentz had this beautiful throw. Actually, Steve missed this, the, the Carson Wentz throw, I'm going to mention, where he stepped up in the pocket and avoided the rush and just with a flick of the wrist, 50 plus yards in the air, hit a receiver down at the two. It was a beautiful throw down the middle, which, you know, Dev says that Carson Wentz never throws deep down the middle. This was deep down the middle. The what I saw and was like 90 yards, bro. <laughs> it looked like it. No, it was about, it was about 55, 60 in the air. Um, it was beautiful. It's something we've missed. A quarterback Man, that looked like the one I sent you was from end zone to end zone. Is it only a 50 yard yeah. field or something? No, but they had people standing. Mark, Mark and Michael was the Mike, Mark and Michelle. People are mispronouncing it. Mark and Michelle is the one who caught it. Uh, I think he's related to Sonia Michelle, believe it or not. I thought that was a uh, right. I thought it was Sam's. Yeah. You talking no, about the one I sent you where he, where he took two steps right. back on the two yard line and threw it all down the field? No, it wasn't the two yard line. It was that it, what it is that looked like it because they had the team standing on, on like the 30. Yeah. And they're subbing them in and out. Like the offense is on the 30 and the defense is on the sidelines. And they kind of had like L shape. And, but anyway, I mean, it was still, it was, it was an incredible throw. It was like a real testament to the fact that this guy's got an arm and he dropped this dime right in the receiver's hands. And someone says, Oh, it was short. I was like, dude, first of all, that was 60 yards in the air. Secondly, you know, it was just a little flick of the wrist and he dropped it in front of the defender in the receiver's hands, which yeah. is where it's supposed to be in that play. Cause the defender two steps. between the receiver and the end zone. He took two steps and just sit there and just threw it. He didn't even like putting nothing yeah. into it. It looked like, yeah, like he just stepped I mean, back and was like, nah. "We're not used to that." All right, but then the next drive, Heineke's out there and he threw, he threw a thirty-yard pass in the air, and I swear to God, it's like he <laughs> ducked. He put his entire body into it, and he was still behind Kelvin Harmon. Kelvin Harmon's just that good. He's mossed a couple guys uh, on Saturday night. Reached back, stopped, and caught it. Um, but I don't think he was intentionally throwing a back shoulder fade. You know, that was Kelvin adjusting on the fly. Yep. But that's the difference. Carson Wentz, two-step, flick of the wrist. Taylor Heineke. When they were coming down and do it, when they were coming down to the field doing the, the marching down to, to score touchdown, he was holding on the ball a little bit long. But I wonder if the coaches told him to hold on to the ball to go through all the progressions. I'm hoping that because he was getting sit in a pocket, you know, getting happy feet, and then he would let it go. And, and but had a great touchdown pass to Terry, and the team looked great. Ron finished out the night with breaking it down and thanking everyone for coming out. Lots of attitude. He's like, I hope you guys enjoyed the passion and the aggression which we practiced with tonight. And then Dev, one of the coolest part was watching the players stick around and just sign up. Chase Young was there for like an hour signing autographs afterwards. Carson Wentz, Phil, Phil pointed this out. Pulled a kid out of the stand and and um, hooked him up, you know, right out of the, the over the the players' tunnel. It was awesome. Little kid, probably I don't know what six seven years old, not that big. Yeah, uh, it was re- just really really cool. And then we all uh, finished the night. And we we walked out, man. It was it was a good time. Traffic was a little bad on the way out. They're a little bit rusty, 
One one for me, but that's because I stuck around. I hung out in the play. Yeah. I hung out where the players' lot was because I was walking to my car and I got caught in the crowd. So I was like, "Well, I'll just hang out here." And I was watching play, different players interact with the fans. Um, some players, it, it was funny because a lot of people got mad because Terry didn't sign autographs afterwards. First of all, Terry stood on field and signed autographs. Yeah, but something that may, maybe you don't, maybe you've never seen one of these before. These guys were all leaving with food. <laughs> like they had two or three well they pr- remember up, up on the third floor i missed it because i got there later but they had the taste of dc uh, that's probably they probably secured a bunch of that for the players too they were trying out three separate one was from silver spring one was from d and two were from dc whatever whatever they were i don't even remember what they were all i know is that they had a carving station for pulled pork and it yeah. looked delicious banging um, banging and uh yeah pretty 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 good stuff um so if you haven't done so, please go check out that video. We'd, we'd really appreciate that. By the way, I'm going to continue my Kelvin Harbin caping just for a minute. That dude came out to sign autographs in, in the parking lot. And that dude is jacked. Like, you know, I mean, obviously, the dude had a shirt on, but you can see, like, dude's triceps are, like, just, like, bursting out of this, this Under Armour he's got on. I'm just like... Fuck, this dude looks like DK Metcalf right now. I mean, the, the problem is, is, as much as you say that, the wide receiver room's getting mighty crowded because what are we also hearing out of camp? That old Dax Mill is making an impression, and he might – a lot of people are saying – I told you all Dax Mill's going to play, uh, man. Dax Rio's Mill's really on, Rio, Rio's been really hyping this. He's been at training camp Dax every day. He looked that good on that, Saturday to me. He didn't. We just didn't see a lot of him because he was mostly with the twos. Dax looked good in the games last year. Fuck all that practice. Like that, that's looking good in the games. He looked as good as as Deami Brown. Well, we didn't know Deami didn't practice. Yeah, some people are saying Dax might get that final spot. Man, I think Dax is going to make it. I think Dax is going to make it. Man, I don't think it was ever a a question, honestly, because there's no one else that has played has been as good at slot on the team. Right. I mean, uh, what's that? Didn't play last year, man. Samuels, down don't play yeah. slot. I mean, Sims plays it a little bit. Yeah, but he looks like he's been playing outside in practice. From what I saw, I didn't go, but it seems like yeah. he's been playing mostly outside. That's so true. I, I, I think I think Milne is a is the backup slot, and I wouldn't be surprised if he played some games. Like if, uh, he's dynamic. Honestly. If he can, if he can be that outlet over the middle, we could turn him into a, a Cole Beasley. Why well, got to be white uh, dog? Come, he can't turn Julian, to a Julian Julian How come we can't turn to a Juju Schuster, man? Whatever his name is. Because his uh, wife. Uh, Adam Humphreys. Right. Uh, in it, Wes Welker, you going to name him next? Wes Welker. <laughs> yeah. Mark, Cooper uh, Cup. Yeah. Wayne Krebet. Right. All the white receivers. <laughs> That's Dax Mill. No. Hey, I'm just glad he's on our team. It's, it's cool. He's going to throw all the white adjectives at him next. Works so hard. He hustles. So smart. He's so articulate. <laughs> Right, <laughs> his credit is so good over the middle, you know. <laughs> uh, so let's get to the most current news today. Uh, it was announced maybe lunchtime or so uh, that Ron Rivera had fired defensive line coach Sam Mills the third, and Sam Mills was just out at the Hall of Fame game this weekend. I guess his father got enshrined and comes back to DC or, or Washington. 
he got the can today. Now we all know coaches, your team and your, 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 your bench of coaches is set before the season starts. So for him to fire someone three days, four days before the preseason opener, there must've been either something very, very egregious happened that you can't go back from or something that's just been building for a long time and you can't get through it. The reports were that there was, well, a difference in philosophy and something had to be changed. And there's other rumors going around from the media that the players just weren't vibing with his coaching philosophy and his personality and his style. Uh, Some of the other content creators saying he just looks like he's in chill mode on the sideline. He's not very involved. So, well, we heard this before. We, we did. About Mills. Last year, if I believe yes. correctly. Because the defensive line wasn't performing. Yeah. In fact, I remember hearing this two years ago. But then when the, when the defense was stepping up as the season progressed, the, that heat came off of him. Um, You know, it, it, I think that maybe we need to look a little bit more at the position coaches than we do. We have a tendency to go top down with our criticism. Uh, so we've been saying, oh, Del Rio needs to change up. Well, maybe some of this does fall on uh, Sam Mills. You know, he's coaching up these guys to do X, and they really should be doing Y. So hopefully with a change of philosophy, maybe something a little more in line with what Del Rio wants to do. And maybe some of that's, that's some of that philosophy there. Del Rio wants things to go a certain way. Mills is coaching these guys to do something else. They underperformed. So if they're underperforming, obviously whatever he's coaching them to do isn't working. Yeah. Here's the cool who was involved in camp today. You had the edge rushers working with Ryan Kerrigan. You had the defensive tackles working with Warren Sapp. And we got this brand new dude who's in a defensive line who looks like he could strap on the pads and go play about 50 snaps right now on the line. So hold I don't on. think he's Warren, brand. I don't think he's brand new. No, he's been, he was he's been a, an assistant for a while. Warren yeah. Sapp was back today. Yes, that's what, that's what I was going to say. Warren Sapp, Warren Sapp was there that. when he got fired. Warren Sapp was there when dude got fired. <laughs> totally man. missed that. Oh, Ryan, th- Ryan Thug liked him, man. Ryan Thug liked him, man. <laughs> he did. He did. You want to go to your dad's Hall of Fame instead of practice, huh? He emptied the clip on him. That's what everyone damn. wants to talk about Carolina North. Remember, Sam Mills was. He was in Carolina. Ron guy. He's a Carolina guy, period, because his father left the Saints for the Panthers when the Panthers first established themselves in the league. So there's a long lineage there that goes back to with Ron because, you know, it was his father that kind of got him in with Ron because he was already, you know, big with the organization. So he's been with Ron, you know, quite a while from what I understand. And Ron just fired one of his own Carolina guys. I think that sends a message to the other coaches that says, I will fire one of my own at this point. We are here to win this year. More pressure on people like even Jack Del Rio knows your ass ain't safe, bro. You're not safe. But maybe this is something that Del Rio has been trying to do for a while and coach wouldn't let him. And now he, I, I, I don't know. But with the addition of Ryan Kerrigan hanging out and like you said, Warren Sapp, that's a lot of knowledge right there. And then, oh, if you look at the, the guy back here, Mr. Z- Jeff uh, Zagonia. Zagonia, 
Zogadina. He's a player in the league, right? He did. He played for the Texans, and the dude is just jacked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just jacked, and he looks intense when he was going over hand drills with the defensive lineman. Man, he was really getting into it. So, at least you're having another player coach these guys. Um, So it's 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 pretty cool. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I wasn't attached to Sam Mills, but I mean, can't get any worse, right? That's what you gotta look at. Uh, so yeah, welcome, welcome, Coach uh, Jeff Z is what we'll call you. It uh, looks like Mister Incredible. Looks like Buzz Lightyear. Looks like <laughs> if you've seen that movie, Good Small. Sol- have you seen that movie, Small Soldiers? Looks like the commando guy from Small Soldiers is just like he him. Looks I don't like, know. He looks like the tick. The tick. <laughs> yes, I can see that too. Big in perfect hair. Yeah, he looks like Man. one of those uh cartoon versions of Superman. He does, yes, like yeah. if Superman aged just a little bit. Yeah, retired Superman. But you know what? I kind of, I kind of like that we have somebody who's got that. Someone, I, I like the idea of a coach, you know, who's not that far out of the league, but you know, because he hasn't been out of the league that long. Like, if you've been out of the league a long time and you let yourself go a little bit, that's understood. This guy hasn't been out of the league he that long, have that problem clearly. Doesn't have that problem. I like that because it shows the players that, hey, I'm still in that weight room. I'm still trying to keep myself in, in good shape. You know, I'm still trying to, you know, do that, put in that work. If he can get in there with those guys and be working out right next to them like that, that's just that camaraderie that makes you want to follow. You yeah. want to follow someone who's going to lead by example. Yep. And I don't think, you see, for for everyone talks about Ron, Ron, I don't think he has that problem. Ron coached this team while fighting cancer. I don't think anyone's going to question his commitment to this team. You always want a leader of men. Very important on 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 an NFL football team. So, regardless of everything else. We've definitely seen, we saw quite a bit of that on the sidelines. Yeah. When we were up, when we were up in the stands. We were watching a lot of the interactions. Um, What's her name? Uh, Jennifer King. Man, when she's doing running back drills and she's hitting those running backs, oh, she's awesome. whacking them. Beating the piss out of them. Love it. Gibson <laughs> needed it. Dev, they had this drill where it's a ball and they clearly have some apparatus on the cap and there's like a rope or a bungee tie to it. So they're holding it and the coach is just yanking on it as they're running to try to get it out of their grip. And we saw Gibby doing it over and over again. Like clearly they've See, I, I always, I've always wondered like on, on foam drills, like how is it? How can you actually successfully run a fumble drill whenever you're not going to fumble if you know for a fact they're going for the ball? You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody well, fumbles knowing that somebody's going to go for the ball on this play. You always fumble when you don't see it coming. Like, Gibson ain't the type of dude that gets hit and the ball comes loose. He drops the ball in traffic. He just gets it smacked out of his hand. He doesn't get, like, yanked out of his hand or hit yeah. and loses it. He always, like, runs the screen and then, oh, no, I dropped the ball or somebody just smacked it. His arm it falls out. Well, I like, think I the idea. I think the idea is is that you should run expecting someone's trying to make you fumble at all times. I mean, we learned that in elementary, man. I had less fumbles in middle school than he had his whole career, man. Like, well, you were probably also six two in middle school. No, nah, look, I didn't. I grew like five inches my senior year of high school, man. I was the smallest guy on the football team to my senior year. I remember. I remember growing up. I was. I was probably like twelve. I want all I wanted to be was a running back because um, I started as a tight end, and I got my chance. And I broke through the hole. I cut left. I cut right, and I had nothing but daylight up the middle. 
no one around me at all. And then what do I do on the first stroke of running? The ball just bloop. Yeah, <laughs> right. It, happen, it happens to everybody. I, I tried to and then I, I became a quarterback run. and didn't have to worry about it anymore. That was my eight mile, That was my one shot, and I I was fifty yards, and I and I failed, yeah. failed, failed, failed. But I dropped hella, I dropped hella punts. It happens, man. So was it like mom spaghetti coming out your hands? That's right. Were you were you were you as bad as Chris Sims back there? That was his name, right? Who's our old punt returner? Little short number 15? Steven Sims. Steven Sims. Sorry. Steven yeah, Sims. He, he didn't drop him, though, did he? Oh, that dude. He, he dropped him. That's why he, that's why he I made that. He just ran backwards. He still didn't have a spot on the squad the next year. Yeah, he could not hold on to the ball. The, we saw him in a flash spot, and then the year he got full-time duties, he could not catch a punt to save his life. But let's move on to Carson. The news coming out of camp today is that Carson has had his best practice all week since camp. This week, clearly, and but but for all of training camp, through some had some uh, elite throws, as a couple of the med- local media said uh, on site. So on Saturday too, but yeah, you know. and 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 people are saying he's having a better chemistry with Jahan as opposed to Terry. But I think you could probably you know whatever you think it is, it could be a lack of reps because Jahan was there for minicamp, or it could just be you know the hype was around. Jahan and not Terry. I mean, I, I don't know. What, what do you guys think about? He seemed one, to have some good good uh, chemistry with Terry. When it on, counted. On some of those throws on Saturday. <laughs> it sure did. That touchdown. Sure did. Nice. He, here's the other thing. Okay, what, let's talk wide receivers. Terry looked good. Uh, Jahan, looked, Jahan dropped two passes. That was just like, dude, Easy what ones. are you doing? Easy he one. dropped two. He dropped two. One of them was a tough one. One was a tough one. Yes, where they his towel got ripped like, off. You know, I was, yeah. I was, I was, I. He almost came up with it, and that would have been an amazing catch if he had. Um, but he also caught a few, especially he had caught a really nice one on a deep slant. Uh, you know, would have been an easy twenty plus yard gain. Um, he looked, but uh, Terry looked fine. Terry caught a touchdown pass, caught a couple other passes as well from from Carson. Uh, Curtis Samuel. I think Ron's pulling the old Bill Belichick, Mike Shanahan school of don't let them know what you're doing. Everyone's uh, questionable every week. Curtis was out there a lot, and Curtis even caught a touchdown pass. Yeah, um, on a um, on an out route in the end zone, and Curtis looked pretty good just doing what he does with those little, you know, eight ten yard routes. And he was out there a lot with the ones and even did some work with the twos, but mostly with the ones. And I'm like, this guy doesn't look like he's out of condition. Now, granted, it is practice and he's not, you know, he's being shuttled in and out. But I think you're going to see a lot of that anyway. But I think he's in better condition and better shape and ready to go in ways they're not letting on. Hope so. We could sure use it. He could, I mean, still don't know him and John, 2A, 2B. Hard, hard to tell, depending on how they use him. But I don't know. I Dev, Dev thinks that Curtis Samuels is one of the most dangerous people on the team. Isn't that what you tweeted last week? Yeah, man. I, I think that there's no one. We don't have anything like that. He's dynamic. I seen, yeah, I haven't seen Dotson play yet. So I think I think JD uh, is probably the next closest thing. Yeah, JD's got the most Dotson, out of him. Here's, Dotson, here's JD's the thing, and I think Steve saw some of this. Although Steve missed some of the the one on one drills and stuff, 
Dotson finds ways to get open. He is always open. He doesn't always hit the ball through to him, especially when Taylor's back there. But um, he, every time the ball was thrown in his area, he was, you know, except for that one, he went had a really bad drop. Uh, and then he had one where a defender was on him. But the other times he was open and caught the ball, he was open. Like, he found spots in the zone. He beat his man on man coverage. By the way, now maybe this is a camp thing. Hell of a lot more man coverage by the defense on Saturday. Yeah. Now, I don't know if that's a camp thing or what. Uh, Kendall Fuller came up big going one-on-one with Terry on a deep route uh, where, you know, he got inside position on Terry and broke up the pass. Um, But I was happy to see that because, you know, we worry about the corners. But if Kendall's going step for step with, with Terry, I'm not worried. Yeah. You need to have Curtis healthy. That's that's what it comes down to. Make the mismatches, and if you just imagine a healthy Curtis, Jahan, Terry, and then pair that with Logan and Cole Turner, and then or even Bates for that matter. Uh, it's because you know they're saying Cole is becoming an extremely good wide receiving tight end. So it's exciting, man. It's all good problems to have. We don't really have. We never really had these good problems in the past. It's been difficult. And don't get me started on linebackers. That's a different story. Don't get Dez started on linebackers. That's a whole other different story. Different ball of wax. But uh, speaking He's of McKissick, the linebacker Dallas, on Sunday. Dallas, Dallas is great. We need one to start. Dallas is ready to sign uh, your boy from the Bears. Don't want to trade for him. Yeah, he just, he just announced that he uh, oh, feels he's not wanted there. And Dude, he look at kinda, him, Parsons, and Bart, linebacker, we're in trouble, bro. I'm just saying, yeah, man. Roquan Smith. That's right. Is he an Alabama yeah. guy? Georgia so. guy? He's, he's like a hundred. He had like he had like a hundred tackles, fifteen sacks, five interceptions, something crazy. Like man, oh, he was I, good. He was uh, I'm trying to remember what, where he was drafted at. Like where? Well, he's he probably a first round pick because he's on his fifth year extension. Yeah, no, he was the top prospect the year he was drafted. I I remember because a lot of people were you know had a buzz in, in Washington about wanting him. But does he play? Where does he play though? Mike, he's a Mike. Oh man, right, right, right. <laughs> it, 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 it just doesn't. I mean, like I I sit and thought about that. But I thought about hitting you guys in messenger. I would I would offer pain for him and see what you could do, man. I would do. Like I I mean, and and I love pain. I think pain's going to have his best year. I think Payne is it's a contract year. year. He better have his best year. I think he's gonna have. I think he's gonna have his best year. Trade him straight up. Two fifty. I don't think. I don't think can afford him. Yeah, and I would. I would trade him, and I and I, I would just trade him straight up. I would offer him anything like from three to four for him on top, because Roquan Roquan Smith. How you say his name? He's a he's a Pro Bowler, man. The guy yeah. basically should have been an All Pro if he wasn't last year. If he wasn't, he probably should have been. So I, I I don't know what to say, man. All this whole, oh, we only use a three linebackers. Like, never you. We run nickel eighty five percent of the time, man. We in a, we need to be in to play our best, put our best players on the field defense. Whatever yeah. defense that is, that's what we need to be in. Put <laughs> our best players on the field formation. That's what we need to be in. We're gonna be running two two linebackers. Man, one of them oh, needs man. to be Roquan Smith, dog. That, that's what needs to happen. That, I mean, honestly, he's better I than I was looking up. I was looking he's up. He's the dude. best player on our team, bro. I was looking up this dude we signed that played for Philly. He Jerry. did. 
Yeah, he did start for them. And What's that matter? What was the Eagles defense rate last year? Well, it wasn't last year, it was the year before. He was with San Francisco last year. The year before he, he started in Philly, he started almost the entire season. And uh, his numbers are solid, man. He got a couple sacks, a couple interceptions, lots What's of tackles. Great? Apparently, he's like a 4-4 guy. What's his linebacker. Yeah, he used, play, he used to play safety, though. What's his grade? I don't know. Didn't, I, thought I, didn't he played I thought he played safety for the Eagles, like a little bit. No, he played He played backer. He was a backer. He was a, Actually, he was a, a outside linebacker for them. A weak side or kind of. So we, we can say we finally signed a linebacker. What's his name again? Something Gary, like G-E-R-Y. G- Gary. Nathan Gary. Gary. Nate Gary. 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 You guys get that reference? It was great. Wait, which one? Are you, are you doing the, the – are you doing Rich, uh, Richard uh, – what's his name? Richard Simmons on Howard Stern? Gary. Uh, Team America. Oh. I don't know if you remember the the actor's name was Gary. Yeah, I'm a Stern guy. Yeah, I'm a Mario guy. <laughs> I'm a Stern guy too. I haven't listened to him in a while because it's sports season. But I don't listen to him anymore because he's trash. But you know, back in the day, it was funny. Uh, I don't see a grade for him last year, Mark Cooper. I don't know. He might not even played enough to, to warrant a, a grade of any type. He didn't play last year. I think he was hurt. Oh, um, yeah, he got a 45 grade in 20, bro. That dude ain't getting on the field, man. Uh, seventy, he has seventy-one pass rush grade though. That always helps. Does he play on the outside? He cannot. He he man, is. He's a pass cover guy. He's a pass cover guy. That's no, he's not. Guy. His coverage grade is his coverage grade brings him down. His coverage grade talk, is thirty-eight point six. I'm talking Never about mind. from what, what Ryan, cover a tight end. Although I will say this, I will say this. We were talking about this. Uh, someone says that uh, Terry, you know, apparently burned him for a touchdown. I said, I hope Terry McLaurin can burn a linebacker for a touchdown. Like that's for a linebacker to get burned by Terry should not really be how we measure their effectiveness. Everyone burns our linebacker, so it's not like it's anything new. We're used to it. Right? He is a veteran, though. He is a veteran. He ran a four or five. I could sworn Ron said today at a press conference that dude was a coverage back, one of the best coverage backs in the league. I could sworn. Was he talking about somebody else? Because that's uh, fifth round pick of the Eagles in 2017, started 22 of 46 games. Signature season came in 2019 when he started 12 games, 78 tackles, four for loss, five quarterback hits, five passes defended, and two picks. He was on pace to post similar numbers in 2020, started the first seven games, but tore his Achilles. 49ers signed him in the offseason of 2020, but never made it to the active roster. Uh, waived in the preseason, returned to the practice squad, and then he sat 2021 out. Solid. So yeah, is. That's what he is. He's a so he's a he's a Achilles guy. That's hit or yeah, miss. He's a guy's not. He's a guy's not gonna make the team. So like I said, happens. we need to get a guy who's gonna make the team, man. We need a guy who's gonna play. <laughs> can't argue with that. I don't. I, I don't want to talk about any other guys who gonna come in to back up Davis and Holcomb, dog. If they ain't better than Davis and Holcomb, dog, we don't need to conversate about them. Yeah. Don't even like, need to talk about anything we're talking about. Right. What's the point? Like, yeah. I, I don't know. Like all these defensive backs, ain't none of them gonna make the team. All these dudes we bringing in, ain't none of them dudes gonna be on the team, dog. Right. You need to find out who's gonna be at that 52, 53 spot. You want the best guys there too, just in case they play. Yeah, but I guarantee well, you, I know, guys. Um, taking my family to the game on Saturday versus oh, the nice. Panthers, I was able. I scored five tickets and a red zone parking five club tickets. 
and a red zone parking pass all for $150. Wow. Insane. The tickets were 20 bucks a pop plus ticket master fees. And I went on StubHub, found a red zone parking pass for 29 instead of 65, which is what it normally costs. So someone in the club was just trying to get rid of tickets, 20 bucks a pop up in the 307, right in the corner uh, over just to the left of where we were, Phil. I'm telling you, this club oh. seats, man. It's, it's, it's very nice. Like, very, who very knows nice. to this organization? They got that one right. And, Dev, over the end zone, there's a new section. It used to be the standing room area, the party deck, but now it's um, over the end zones up in the club level. There's these cocktail tables, and there's two seats on each side of the cocktail table. So it's like if you and I went to a game, we'd have our own little table. But there's they haven't released those for like season ticket. I don't I, I haven't seen any for sale, so I don't know how it's working. It says more, you know, to be deter, to be to be published. But those are some pretty cool seats too. We used to be standing at our table. So those used to be the ones that, that, that we want to talk about one of the things that irritated me with this organization. Like it, it really royally pissed me off when they did this. Um they got mad because the fans in those uh standing room only seats would bang on the metal uh, partition to create yeah. noise during the game. And they were stopping fans from doing that. And that always got me. Cause I'm like, you need as much noise as you as long can as it's when they're on defense. Why yeah. not? I mean, why you know, not? and that was that actually when we were, we, that was actually one of the things that gave FedEx a bit of a home field advantage earlier on. And then they started like, you know, being totally corporate about it. Uh, I hopefully uh, think that some of that has stopped. Yeah, I hope um, so too. One other thing, um, I'm sure Steve wants to give a shout out to a certain VP of this company or this, this company, this this team for uh, leading by example. Yeah. So as we close it down real quick, Dev, I'm I'm, I'm coming in the gate, the main gate, and uh, the the. Senior VP for guest services, Mr. Joey Colby Bogovich, is scanning tickets. He's scanning tickets, literally scanning tickets of people coming into this state. I'll put the backgrounds back on. And what executive does that? Like maybe he's trying to do his part, whatever. And so I see him scanning tickets. I take a picture. I come inside and then he's at he's right in front of me. I'm like, hey, Joey, what's up? He gets off his phone to acknowledge me, say hi. And then I just kind of keep walking because I don't want to bother him. We go up top and I'm showing Phil the picture of Joey scanning tickets. I'm like, this is just the coolest thing I've ever seen. It was pretty awesome. And lo and behold, who's sitting behind us is Joey's husband. And so <laughs> they get up to leave and he's like, excuse me, I heard everything you said about my husband. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I was talking about that. He's and he's checking like, him out. He he was like, no, like I heard you talking to, to your friend about my husband. It was just so nice to hear random strangers giving compliments. And I mean, it was it, I was just being honest, but it was it was just crazy how that worked out. I saw him, I said it, and then he was just happened to be sitting behind, right? You know, Phil and I, and he was just so thankful. And I knew Joey, and, and I knew who it, it's funny because I knew who it was because I I caught that Joey was behind me. But Joey was with his was busy talking to his daughter and and, and his husband. So I was like, well, I'm not going to say anything. Yeah. You know, he's busy. I, I'll leave it alone. But then when, when uh, they stood up and he said something to Steve, I knew exactly where where he might be going with it because uh, I was like, 
yep <laughs> he heard yeah, but, yeah it, it, it was, was it was crazy it, it, it was yeah. just a cool story i mean it was, like it was nice job, yeah it just, just being at all? no I, I i went down to talk to my friend i saw like phil said i saw him pop down he was only there for like maybe 30 seconds the guy was busy yeah he was he was busy trying to make everything right for the day and we we appreciated that so it was a good time they did a good job with this one i hope it continues this this was this really was uh one of the 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 better events they've put on so far yeah bravo hats off to the team you know as much as we criticize them and especially me hard on them they really i they knocked this one out the park of of all the events this one was done right you know step one in the rebrand first time we've been at the field so i'll let you guys know on saturday how how it really is for the first semi-game experience, I'll try to take some good footage for you guys and see. Because remember, can. it's preseason for all the ticket takers and everybody too. That's right, it sure is. We got to knock, knock, knock the dust off. But hey, thanks for uh, tuning into the show. We really appreciate it. You know, we covered a little bit of training camp and Sam Mills, oh, Mister Jeff Z, the new DL coach, and. Hey, we're, we're week three of training camp. Preseason starts this week. It's crazy that football is back. It is just insane how fast it comes. I just can't, I can't believe it. You know, three weeks from now, we'll be playing, well, four weeks from now, we'll be in the regular season. It's insane. Uh, and then all the fantasy drafts coming in a couple weeks. It's going to be fun. And then also, we will hopefully continue our FanDuel Daily Fantasy leagues we do every sunday so we'll be pitching that here coming as we get closer but it's one of those things if you're going to be in you're going to be in and we hope you could make the you know couple dollar bet every sunday winner take all should be fun i had a lot of good times last time uh, last season doing this and i'm taking my season long title in fantasy back uh of the espn league yes i'm taking my title back Uh, i don't even remember when it's scheduled i think it's right the first in september first week of september Something, something like that. After all the roster cuts are made and preseason's over and, and before the first game of the season starts. So season starts second week of September. So it'll be sometime in that first week of September. Championship. We shall see. We shall see. <laughs> but, fellas, let's break it down. You guys got any shout-outs before we close out? Uh, I got somebody I could shout-out, but I'm not because I'm going to be nice. I'm doing a little doing a little research on him. If you've been on Twitter lately, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. All right. Shout out have... to Jesus Christ. He's awesome. Say that again. Dev wants an autograph from Carson Wentz. Shout out <laughs> to Jesus Christ. <laughs> he wants Save the autograph. The H and I speak. You know, you know, Jesus is up there listening to that album on repeat with uh, with Prodigy. Right. right. Yeah. Oh, oh man. Sick of sales, we, shout out. <laughs> and the, I just all I can think of is Tupac, man. When you when, when, man, him, don't put up songs out on me. I got sick of sales too. Don't put them out I, I know. I just I mean when, when Tupac was was hitting Prodigy with it. That's all I can Rock think about. Rock gonna have a gonna have a competitive uh, podcast. Like, don't one of y'all niggas got sick of sales? No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh damn! Man. Oh man, that's good the stuff. This track that would come from that would be fire. His fofo, <laughs> make sure all our kids don't grow. That's right. Hey, we we appreciate you guys, and uh, please go check out, like I said, the previous vlog of 
of the open commander's practice and until next time uh, as always peace and hail Thank you.